0: listening to the Daily Climb podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Arielle, and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. Alrighty, so today we have a another shorter episode because I'm going to be giving you 10 books that you can read in 2022. Now, I don't know about you, but I did not read nearly as much as I wanted to in 2021. And one of my goals for this year is to read more and not just read more for the sake of reading because in the past I've, you know, written on my like list of goals, oh, I want to read 100 books, I want to read 50 books for the year or whatever. And while, you know, that's cool, but I don't want to read just for the heck of reading. I want to read and, you know, get something out out of what I'm reading. So whether it is a fictional or non-fictional book, I want to make sure that I'm reading intentionally. So, um, of course, with my personal development or finance books or whatever it is that I want to learn from, that I'm reading those books and not just rushing through the pages, but actually taking time to read and things like that. And so... um, Yeah, but this episode is geared more towards the life-changing books that you can read that can help you build or create the life of your dreams. And some of these books I've already read, some I have not read just yet, but they're all books that I've heard great things about, and um, I... I'm excited to eventually finish reading all of them, but I'm going to be sharing with you what those 10 books are, so let's dive in. Oh, and before I say the 10 books, um, if you are interested in reading any of these books, I do have, um, I did upload links to each of the books on my Uh, website and those links are Amazon affiliate links. So that means that if you make a purchase through them, I'll earn a commission at no additional cost to you. You can use my links if you want to, but there's absolutely no pressure to do so. So let's dive into the books. So the first book that I have on my list is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And Uh, as the name suggests, (laughs) it gives you four agreements that you, um, kind of like four codes of conduct that you should live by that can rapidly change your life. And the four agreements that this book um, gives to you is number one, to be impeccable with your word. Number two, not to take anything personally. Number three, not to make assumptions. And number four, to always do your best. And this is one of the books that I haven't read yet, but you can already tell from those four agreements that how different would this world be, or not even the world, but how different would your life be if you were to say, hey, I'm going to try to focus on fulfilling these agreements each and every day, right? To be impeccable with your word, you know, like, tell the truth, be honest, be someone that people um, think have integrity, you know, that you say what you mean, you mean what you say. Number two, not to take anything personally, because the fact of the matter is we don't always know what's on someone else's mind. So I know for me, I try not to take things personally when people make comments and different things like that. And, you know, sometimes that little voice in your head uh, makes you believe that something was geared towards you or directed towards you or whatever the case may be. Um, But when you don't assume that things are, you know, targeted towards you, you can feel a little bit more, um, at ease. (laughs) Number three, not to make assumptions. Um, this kind of goes with the other one, but, um, the one I just mentioned, but yeah, not making assumptions about, um, excuse me, about, uh, various things. And then number four, to always do your best. Um, I know it's so easy for us to be like, um, in the, the place of, oh, I don't want to do this anyway, so I'm just going to half-butt it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, those are the four agreements, and I can't wait to read that book. The next book that I have for you is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I think I pronounced that right. Okay, so (laughs) um, this book is really... Um, as I'm sure you guessed it, it's about your money mindset. And so if you want to uplevel your money mindset this year, then this is one of the books that you should add to your list because rich dad, poor dad gives a unique perspective about finances through the lens of the author's two dads, one being his actual dad, um, who he considers to be the poor dad. And then the other being his best friend's dad, who he considers to be a rich dad. And it was interesting to read this because he kind of, um, he like writes about it through like kind of a story point of view which is nice. Um, And so there are a few key points of this book. So number one, that you don't need to earn a high income in order to be considered rich. That might be like, uh, what's the word? Uh, What's the phrase I'm looking for? That might be like a shock or be like, oh, like, let me think about that. You don't need to earn a high income in order to be considered rich. And number two, rich people don't work for their money. They make money work for them. Um, and another thing that this kind of makes me think about is having multiple streams of income. And that's something that I've started prioritizing more in the last like two years, I want to say, um, still working on it, but it's something that I am working towards because I recognize that, you know, for example, a situation like COVID, it prevented, um, you know, if you lost your job or lost your main source of income, then it's kind of like, man, like, what do you do now? Um, so that's, uh, a really good reason to want to have additional sources of additional streams of income so that you're not just reliant on one and then number three it's what we do with money once we make it that counts and this kind of goes along with you know you don't need to earn a high income in order to be considered rich because there's people that i'm sure make not that much money and they save a lot more than people who i don't know make a hundred thousand dollars a year or something like that so yeah Um, I didn't finish this book, but I definitely want to go back and finish it. So The Miracle Morning is the next book that I have for you, and it's by Hal Elrod. And I finished this book a few weeks before the new year, and I absolutely loved it. It was a short but powerful read about how we can create our own morning routine. And Hal Elrod, he shares his savers method to help you learn the effective portions of a morning routine that will give you a productive day um so to give you so uh, savers is an acronym and s stands for silence so he encourages you to sit in silence sit in prayer or meditation so that you can quiet your mind each and every morning number 2 is affirmations so he encourages you to use affirmations which are basically encouraging phrases to change the way you talk about yourself and to increase your positive self talk visualization is v So this is imagining yourself achieving your dreams and succeeding in life. The next one is exercise. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to, you know, spend 30 minutes at the gym, but just moving your body in any way, shape, or form so that you can increase blood flow to the brain. Because exercise, whether you are, um, you know, whether you want to lose weight or not lose weight, exercise is good for you because it's going to be moving your body. So whether that means a walk or just doing jumping jacks for five minutes or (laughs) whatever it may be. Reading. So reading something that you enjoy or something that will empower you, that you can learn from anything of the sort, and then lastly, scribing. So this is just another way of saying journaling, but it helps you process your thoughts and reflect on life. And if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I probably mentioned journaling because I I'm always mentioning journaling. It's a really really good thing to do. But yeah, so I absolutely loved this book. It's a really quick read, but again, like I mentioned, powerful. And yes, I just shared with you the savers technique, and you can oh let me just use that now for a morning routine. But if you kind of want to hear um, a little bit more. Uh, in depth or detail, then I encourage you to get that book. So the next book is, think again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know by Adam Grant. I am so excited to read this book because I, I mean, as many of you know, I uh, graduated with my bachelor's in psychology and, you know, I just love anything related to psych. (laughs) And so this book, it guides its readers through how we can create or how we can get better at being comfortable with the things that we don't know and release the stress of being wrong and lets you know that it's okay to be wrong he challenged you to think about the ability to rethink and unlearn things that you once knew and if you just take a second to think about that that's powerful right because Typically when we're challenged with something that we believe in, some type of belief that we've had for a long period of time, when we're challenged by that, we really we tend to feel threatened instead of considering other possibilities, right? And so he wants you to challenge what you think you know and challenge the current beliefs that you have about the world and start asking questions and start opening up your mind to the possibilities of changing your beliefs about something because a newsflash, it's okay to change your beliefs about something, right? And as I'm sure you can imagine, this book can be pretty impactful and applicable on a day-to-day basis. So the next book I have for you is Start With Why by Simon Sinek, or uh, Sinek, I hope I, I pronounced that right. Um, and this book I didn't read, but I actually watched the Start With Why TED Talk that he gave, um, and then I learned that he had an, uh, a book about it as well. So i um, the TED talk was just, uh, it was really transformative. It, the overall theme of the book is how leaders can inspire action in others through the golden circle. Now the golden circle, imagine uh, three sets of circles, right? So it would be, um, imagine drawing like a big circle on a piece of paper, then inside of that circle, you draw another circle. And then inside of that circle, you draw another circle. So there's three rings of circles, right? Now on the outer ring, the biggest one, it says what inside of it and then the middle circle says the word how and then the smallest most inner circle says why now simply put this uh the big circle what companies or leaders or organizations or you in your life you know what you do right you you know what you do you know what you do for work you know um or like companies like apple for example they know what they do they make quality tech products right and then going into the middle circle, they know how they do it, right? So they make their quality tech products. They have, um, you know, all the different uh, types of products they have, you know, the AirPods, the phones or this, that, and the other, Um, you know, for you in your life, maybe uh, you know what you do, you are a realtor and you know how you do it by showing homes and, and doing those sales and things like that. Right. And then that inner circle, the, the smallest one is why. So, my question for you is, do you know why you do what you do? Do you know what your mission is behind what you do? And it, it's just so impactful the way he explained it. And, um, you know, just seeing the differences in that. And there was so many different like quotes I wanted to pull from that. <laughs> um, when I read it, uh, when I listened or watched it, actually the first couple of times I watched it like two or three times, maybe. And so it's just really impactful. And that's something that I think that we should aim to apply um, that concept in our daily actions. I mean, just how powerful would it be if we thought about our mission or our purpose, why we're doing the things that we do, right? Um, it kind of eliminates the, the guesswork and the, um, the pointless, meaningless action, right? So the next book that I have for you is Crazy Faith by Mike Todd. And ever since I watched the Relationship Goals series by him, he's the pastor of Transformation Church. And the way I said that, I sounded like I had an accent. (laughs) He's the pastor of Transformation Church. And um, ever since I watched that Relationship Goals series, I was hooked. He is such a great speaker. He um, does a great job at Verbalizing his ideas and you know thoughts and bringing into the scripture with it, and I just absolutely love um, how he teaches. And he recently had a crazy faith series at his church, and basically, um, he came up with this concept of crazy faith through his own experience with his church. And just to share a little, like a quick little story, he um, his church was very very small once upon a time, right? Because we all start from somewhere, and he had um, I can't remember if it was like um, he was praying about, you know, what his purpose was in the church and, um, you know, running his church once he became the pastor and things like that. And he said that God gave him a vision, that God told him a couple things to write down and that his church was he um, he had wrote down a couple of things. It was like his church was going to, I don't know, um, do something for kids or uh, be well-known worldwide. I don't remember what, it, what, what all those things were, but it was a couple of different things. And when he shared this vision with the church, many people left the church because they were like, wow, he's crazy. I don't know what he's thinking he's doing. Like, we're just like, we're this small church. And he's like, he's saying these things that are like, oh my gosh, it's so far-fetched. Like, okay, whatever. I need to find a new church. That's um, what some people said. And, you know, they left. And then, um, you know, Come to find out, he actually checked off. I don't remember if he checked off everything on there or if it was like most of the stuff, but it's crazy what he was able to do through his church. They raised so much money. They already are making such a huge difference. They, I mean, everyone knows about Transformation Church now, right? Um, It's, it's crazy the impact that they're making and it's just so, so cool to see. I can't wait to see where they open up their next location. I hope it's New York. <laughs> I would love to go there. Um, but yeah, yeah. And so in this crazy faith series, he basically takes that experience and um, he encourages you to trust in the purpose that God has for you and to step out in faith that even when people say it's impossible or even when you think it's impossible or when you think that it's crazy or that, you know, it's not something that's really possible on your own strength, that he encourages you to continue to have crazy faith in what god can do for you in your life and so i am really really excited to read the book i started watching um well listening to the series from his church i didn't finish it um i think it's still ongoing actually um if i'm not mistaken but yeah definitely recommend that one and then i have the 10x rule by grant cardone now this is another book that i haven't read yet um and in this book grant cardone says that we should be setting targets and taking actions that are each 10 times greater than what we think we're capable of so in other words you should be setting goals setting targets that are 10 times greater than what you um than what you were going to set right and then taking actions that are 10 times greater than what you actually want to do and because he and his uh logic behind this is because many times we are setting goals, um, that aren't high enough in our lives. And the reason why I put this book on here, and I'm excited to read this book is because I'm interested in hearing what he has to say about taking massive action. If you don't know about Grant Cardone, like he says that massive action is like the only way that you are able to fulfill your potential. Now, if you want to hear my thoughts about potential, go listen to the episode where I talk about potential versus purpose. Um, and you'll get some of my thoughts on that, but, um, I don't think massive action is the only way that we could achieve our goals or quote-unquote fulfill our potential but I'm very interested to hear what he has to um, say in this book and you know I'm sure that the only idea isn't just you know taking massive action so there's probably still things that you know you can learn and apply or maybe you know like I uh, like I mentioned before having an open mind right maybe he will convince me that massive action is uh, the right or the way to do it. <laughs> I doubt it, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the next book I have for you is The 5am Club. So this is a book that um, I haven't read yet, but it's also on my list because I've been really into wanting to create a morning routine that sets me up for a productive day. And The 5am Club is, I mean, If you, I guess, similar to Miracle Morning, they both teach you about um, owning. How do you own your morning, right? How do you elevate your life through your morning routine? And so, while the while the other book that I mentioned with you, Miracle Morning, it it shares the Savers technique, um, and that's basically the overall um, idea from it, um, applying each of those areas into your morning routine in some way, shape, or form. This book, The 5 a.m. Club, it stresses the importance of a morning routine as well. And specifically, um, you know, making sure your morning routine starts at 5 a.m. And then there's a few main ideas in this book. So number one, there are four things that the top 5% focus on. They focus on their talents and mastering their talents. They focus on working without distractions. They focus on improving themselves and they focus on prioritizing their small, consistent wins every day. Because I don't know if you've ever heard the, pra- um, the phrase, but making sure that you are getting 1% better than um, every day, you know, right? Like, don't compare yourself to other people, but just focus on being a little bit better than you were the day before and um i'm excited to read this book because i think that it's going to give me a couple more ideas for uh creating my morning routine that i absolutely love right okay so two books left number one deep work this is um so it's called deep work rules for focused success in a distracted world and this is by cal newport so deep work it teaches its readers how to concentrate and have you guessed it deep focus (laughs) even in a world full of distractions and it gives you actionable items that you could start to apply in your own life and it also covers how you can schedule your own um deep work blocks how you can rewire your brain for deep work and even how you can implement how you'll shut down at the end of a workday so that you can actually recharge for the next day and have you know deep work again because it is important to make sure that you are resting at some points in time and this i don't know i'm just really excited for this book because i know that i get very i get distracted like that you know i can be do i could be writing a blog post and then as i'm writing it whatever sentence i write i'm like oh wait yeah, let me look at that for a second. And then I spend the next hour like doing something completely different or maybe not hour, but like 30 minutes or something. I get distracted so easily. And that is something that I really wanna work on. Um, So this is definitely a book that I wanna read as well. And then lastly, the, uh, the last book I have for you is Think Like a Monk, Train Your Mind for Peace and Purpose Every Day. And this is by Jay Shetty. If you haven't heard of Jay Shetty, he also has a podcast. Um, I think it's called, yeah, it's called On Purpose with Jay Shetty. And this is another book that I have on my list to read. I really, really wanna read this one because Jay Shetty, he intends to help uh, individuals live more purposeful, productive, and happier lives in this book. And well, through this book. And to do this, he uses his experiences from being a monk for three years, and he shares how we have, um, most people, we have a monkey mind, right? So the monkey mind that we have is that, you know, we complain, we compare ourselves to others, we criticize ourselves or others, and we... Coast along life in the passenger seat we're not in the driver's seat of our lives right that we get easily distracted we feel entitled oh my goodness entitlement is something that's it's crazy the entitlement that people feel they have um that we we are driven by what can benefit us all the time or we're looking for temporary fixes to our problems i see this all the time and um yeah looking for temporary fixes we um, we overthink, we procrastinate. And I'm sure one, if not all of those things were something that was like, yeah, I do that. I know like for me, all of those things, right. Um, that we tend to do, um, you know, whether you do it every day or every now and then, whatever the case may be. So he encourages you instead of having your monkey mind that he wants to help you cultivate a monk mind. And the monk mind, on the other hand, it focuses on the root of your problems. It, uh, Coast along life in the driver's seat. So you live intentionally and consciously. It's compassionate, it's caring, collaborative. It's disciplined and committed. It's patient, determined, breaks down negativity and fears. It's driven by purpose, by service and meaning, and it looks for long-term solutions. And so, um, you know, he says that you need to let go of all the unwanted baggage that we inherited from society and that we need to have the space to grow ourselves by purifying our minds and that without growth, we... um with our the growth that we have, we can serve other people and the world. And so, I am definitely excited to read this and see what I can learn from Jay, um, from Jay Shetty, in uh, this book. But those are the 10 books that I have for you, and I would love to know if one of these books have been on your list for a while, and if you're, you plan on reading it this year, or if you have a different list that you feel should have been on the list, uh, a different list, a different book that you feel should have been on the list, I would absolutely love to hear it. So make sure that you shoot me a message over on Instagram at Ariel Yasmin with two E's at the end. I love having these conversations with you guys, and recently some more of you have been reaching out to me about the podcast and just different topics and what you want to hear, and it's absolutely great. I love it. So, um, yeah, that's what I have for you today. And I will see you next time on the daily climb podcast. Wait, before you exit out of today's episode, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Apple or Spotify? It would mean the world to me to see that you're loving this podcast and the episodes that I'm putting out there. And once you're done with that, take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram story or text it to a friend so that others can tune in and discover this podcast too. If you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, I encourage you to follow the Daily Climb podcast to stay up to date on everything going on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you on the next Episode of the Daily Climb podcast.